1: The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabe, the Chippewa, the and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty thirteen, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaties, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You are listening
0: to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs>
1: hello and welcome to the sex ed with tim podcast i am your host tim i am a sex educator i identify as chaotically gay and did you know one time i put a toy inside my ass so that the guy topping me could find his birthday present. Yeah, it was so romantic. Like he was gonna fuck me, and then all of a sudden, out comes like a 12 inch anal bead, and he's like, oh, You remembered. Yeah, I can be quite thoughtful that way. He's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. No, I love <laughs> <have to journey laughs> you. I'm like, When's my birthday? <laughs> soon we're all gonna have birthday parties real soon once miss corona oh, yes. leaves the building
0: oh like get open get out of this gig baby oh please
1: who knows um right so this episode is gonna be a little different than what we're normally used to you're actually gonna hear me a little bit in action and how my coaching sessions usually work but we're gonna add a little bit of flair because you Right now on the show, you've got me and another fabulously gay boy that I found wandering the wild urban jungle. I feel like I'm I just home. <laughs> I feel like I'm just collecting wayward faggots on the street right now, and just <laughs> come to me, come to Jesus.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's the beacon. It's, it's, it's the mama's beacon. beacon. Like mama... teach us your ways, teach <laughs> us your ways.
1: So, uh, on the other end of that microphone, that beautiful lawyerish brogue that you're hearing is my friend Ethan, who wanted to come on and just talk about sex. He's got a lot of questions, specifically about gay sex, because we never really got that kind of sex education in school, did we, Ethan?
0: Oh my God, no. No, mean, right? Like a good Celtic boy from Ireland starting gay sex. That's not right.
1: <laughs> what was sex education like in in Ireland?
0: <laughs> sex, from what I remember, like from like a school perspective, was and I don't really remember much. Being honest, but like, I'm pretty sure it was like your generic, like you know that you know that scene in Mean Girls where it's like if you have sex, you're gonna die. <laughs> like literally. You know, it's like it's like the only the only reason was the mechanics of like making more children. Cause I don't know but like, like if you know, but like Irish families like consistently are huge. Are they? Like it's always like spreading. Oh my god, like Irish families are like like my mom is like one of seven. Seven? Yeah, my mama's my mom is one of seven. Come here, to me, There's no heat and no TV. What else should we be doing?
1: Oh my god, your poor Nan's Fanny. That's oh, so... like, oh god bless, god bless her soul oh my god. god
0: right i know it's crazy so like so i think they got to a stage like okay that's just like teaching people to like not have sex to like not make a load of kids unless like they're married and like god said it's okay
1: uh, yeah well you know what that's kind of how every world is teaching sex education right now which is why i'm here to save the world and <laughs> teach you all how to be sluts and whores and big, gigantic holes. Ow. <laughs> so, like, I think I know where you're coming from. Well, okay, this is so bad. Because, like, the only Irish family I've seen on my TV is, like, Dairy Girls.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I love them.
0: I gonna say good.
1: It's such a good show. And, like, I can see why, like, you're what you're saying, like... Irish families are so big, so all they're ever gonna do is fuck and make babies.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> only
1: like, if God says it's okay.
0: <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Like, like, like that is literally like the pinnacle of it. Like, it's like at one stage it was like women were just like baby factories, like that was their only purpose was to like clean and like pop out kids. Like, wow. Like, back in the day, like obviously, like not night like, Well, like we're kind of getting to like a more modern Ireland, but like back when, like for sure, like you literally like just like. Looked after the house and like pop out kids like that was like the irish way like.
1: is modern ireland more progressive in their view of sex or
0: um that's a like, kind of questionable i guess we did oh my god i want to get my dates right i would like to say in 2018 we did like have a referendum to repeal the eighth which was the anti-abortion oh okay uh, yeah yeah laws so abortion is now legal in ireland i'm pretty sure it's 2019 i mean that my they could be i'm pretty sure it's 2019 we voted for it so like it is better Mm -hmm. but like it's still like the catholic church kind of has like ireland and like a vice grip Mm -hmm. like big time
1: right Right. So, like
0: that is definitely reflected in like a society a lot. Like it's definitely getting better, but like there's not like a clear division of like state and church. They're kind of like having one like ridiculously like monogamous. Like they're definitely doing it missionary, which they're nothing against. But like that's like that's it. Like you know what kind of way.
1: Oh my god! I wonder if they even like allow couples to kiss, like if it's that strict, like all you're ever gonna do is breed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and not in the fun gay way no and not in the fun gay way either which is actually a great segue into like this whole conversation because i asked you to come on with a whole bunch of questions they're all gay which i love my
0: question my questions identify as homosexual and they're bosom they're so excited Um. to be here and to be here
1: (laughs) so fire away ethan i want to hear all of the questions
0: Okay, well okay, hmm, okay. i so I'd like to like let's just segue from the BB question. and um, this isn't like a question, but also I'm hoping this can spill the tea a little. So I just moved here in 2020. 2020. Okay. So there was like six weeks where like, it was all good. And then obviously like a lockdown happened. So my, the the slutty, like kind of first six to eight months, I told myself I'd have were like, sprawled out across like sporadic moments of like, okay, it's kind of okay to do the NAS now. So like, let's dive on in. So over here, there's like a huge, like a lot of people who are taking prep Mm
1: -hmm. and like
0: that ship hadn't really taken off back home. So mm-hmm. what I notice a lot is like all these people are like so into like bareback and BB. Mm-hmm. Like, what about all the other STIs? Like, what is that all about? Like this whole like I obviously come here to me. I know the BB feels good. I get that. Like, do people not care about the other ones? So like, the other STIs, <laughs> like, that Uh
1: This is a great question, and it actually takes a little bit of background information. So for listeners at home who don't know what PrEP is, first of all, PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis, which is basically a pill that gives your body a defense mechanism to protect yourself against HIV, which prevents getting you AIDS. So with the backdrop of the HIV AIDS epidemic of the 1980s, gay people having sex was seen as like, we were demonized, essentially, right? We were, like, seen as the main cause of why this whole thing is happening and, like, fuck gay guys. You guys are putting us there. And, like, there it got so far to the point where it was called the gay cancer, you know? Yeah, it it right. was, like, yeah, it was really gross. And, like... I think there was a terminology called GRID, gay-related immunodeficiency disease, or something like that. It was it was a really awful time. And now with uh, the miracles of modern medicine, we have this new magical pill that helps reduce the transmission of HIV. Mm. So when we're on the pill, it seems like we're, or at least for me, And like the people I've asked, the dawn of this new medication against the backdrop of the HIV AIDS epidemic, it feels as if we are reclaiming gay sex when it was something that was taken away from us. You know, it was seen as people were telling us to stop having sex. But now that we have this pill, it's like, yes, we can start having sex again. I don't have to worry about HIV. And fuck you guys. It's just that that feeling of freedom and liberation comes at the cost of forgetting about all the other stis such as chlamydia and gonorrhea and whatever else there's so many others but that seems to be the the common feeling with gay men and prep it's like prep is not gonna protect you against everything i hope you know that right like it's not going to protect you it's not going to protect you against chlamydia or gonorrhea or even covid so (laughs) i don't know why guys are hooking up willy-nilly when i can't even get one guy to like kiss me and (laughs) i don't even want that to begin with (laughs) because gross yeah emotional connection (laughs) so gross so to answer your question that's kind of why uh gay men or anyone that's on prep is so like that's why they're throwing caution to the wind we'll have bareback sex because we have prep and i don't care about you know each i don't care about all the other stis just fuck me Right. Come in my ass.
0: I have a thumb dump. Like, like the clinic is not like your coffee shop. The next one isn't free. It's always exactly. free. Don't worry about it. You know? It's mm, yeah, funny, exactly like I guess in Ireland, like we don't have that culture as such. Like prep, like when I was leaving in like 2020, like was it maybe kind of possibly starting to take off? Um, my old roommate is a pharmacist and owns his own pharmacy. And like mm. I remember him coming home being like, Oh, Ethan, we're gonna be getting this thing in soon, it's called prep. Have you heard about it? I'm Ooh. like, baby, as like, I have heard about it, but like that's how, that's how unknown it is. Did you know that kind of way? Really?
1: Like, it's unknown?
0: Yeah. Wow. I fit, I fit that, like, for him, I'm like, he's young, like, and how and in fairness, he also like, I had to teach the children living in that house. We mm. used to like go through like the queer textbook, explaining mm. like, a lot of concepts, you know, that mm. kind of way. So even, and you know yourself, I think when you're, I don't know what your own experience is, but like when you're not in like the queer, the queer world you know, things like the, like the HIV, like pandemic, like back in the 80s. Like, it's not like it's not on your radar mm. as such. So like a story I kind of always tell, which I think is really funny is when I was my the housemate that I was living with, his girlfriend, who's one of my really good friends, we were sitting down to watch a movie and it was like a queer themed movie, which is like right up my street. I was sitting there and watching it and I like it's doing the timeline. And as a queer person who's like your whole world is surrounded by this whole pandemic and like how horrible it was to live in which thankfully we didn't have to and like the timeline gets and it's like 1979 and I pause the movie and I go oh this is going to be terrible oh I'm going to start crying now oh we should probably like I don't know we want to watch this
1: and Mm -hmm. my husband goes
0: to me why is it going to be terrible what do you mean
1: what do you mean why
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean well she was on her radar and I said I was like well like like, any queer themed movie based in the 80s like it's going to be about HIV and the AIDS pandemic I said it's going to get it's gonna get bad. Like it's gonna be really sad. Like there's no, there's no happy queer movies from the eighties. do you know what I mean? Is
1: there? Okay, but like, is there any happy queer movies? Period. Not yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every single movie featuring queer characters always ends up in death or like pure sadness nobody's yeah. ever gonna love me <laughs> <laughs> which is like you know what that is very gay and very accurate you know oh, gay people right. we we love unrequited love <laughs> oh, we just, love yearning so...
0: yes <laughs> we it love is, it yearning just well with the stuff, and internalized homophobia you know true mm, it just all, all blends together
1: yeah and it feels like anyone who's not this immersed in the queer community don't really know the the nuances that are involved in being clear, and yeah. they they're very blind to the fact that like, or at least they're being willfully ignorant to the fact that this is the shit that we go through.
0: Yeah, mm. but like out of sight, out of mind, though, isn't it? You know, <laughs> they don't they don't have to like obviously like heterosexuals can contract HIV. Anyone can, you know, yeah, kind of, like, of course, but it's it's just not. It's not on their awareness for me mm-hmm. i always think and like this is like such a horrible thing but i always like think for like heterosexual people it's always like oh don't get pregnant and i think when you come like when you're queer and you're coming up gay and you hear all these horror stories you're always like oh you have to be so careful of hiv you know and i mean completely they're, they're really different things i'm aware 100 but i just think like from like a sexual radar coming true and growing up mm-hmm. i definitely think queer people's concern as a queer man like, i'm not sure about what women's experiences but as a queer man as a queer person you definitely are like in the back of your mind i think coming up sexually that's kind of like the in the, the back of your mind but i think mm-hmm. for, like heterosexual people the back of their mind is like oh i can't get to girl pregnant what do what i do we're too young and yeah for the most part i mean like that's not everyone's journey i'm sure but i definitely think it's not so i mean to-
1: for me the only pregnancy i have to worry about is a food baby yeah. <laughs> right. I will indulge. I'm going to eat way too much. And also, like, it's <laughs> I'm just thinking about the time I last uh had bareback sex with a guy and he told me mid-ejaculation that he's gonna get me pregnant and I burst out <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i was like i mean okay (laughs) (laughs) and what you're just gonna leave me with the kids and you're never gonna pay your child support (laughs) (laughs) because this this was in a bathhouse so i didn't know his name to begin with (laughs) so how did it like you don't even know my name and then you're gonna tell me you're gonna impregnate me (laughs) At for least buy me dinner first. Or, <laughs> or like
0: leave the email address to the alimony, you know? Yeah,
1: something. But like, you can't just come up to a stranger, you're going to fucking be like, I'm going to fucking impregnate you. Like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <You're> not
0: ready. <laughs> My mom told me I'm married. Yeah.
1: I can't until I'm married. Yes. That's not how okay. a lady does it. No.
0: <laughs> right? That, and that actually, is one of the things, like, like Okay. Is there a part of me that's into it? I'm kind of like, okay, yes, Daddy, like, invite me. But then also, like, I'm like, no, it's ridiculous. I seen, I seen this TikTok recently. I was like, this guy. And if you're a TikToker, I'm like down with the Gen Zers and my TikTok vids. But mm-hmm. he's like a queer comedian, and he was like doing a video of how he's going to get like the vaccine, and they're like stopping. Him. He's like, oh, they're gonna inject dead babies in your arm. Is that what you want? And he was like, honey. Before COVID, I used to let men inject dead babies into my asshole. That's what mm-hmm. I want. Like bring back the glory days.
1: Like it's already basically what we do. Injecting yeah. dead babies into ourselves is a handshake. I yeah, don't know exactly. what you're what you're talking about. <laughs> but this is so normal to us. Yeah, Give me course. the dead babies. Give me the microchip. Like, Give me like I want to. I want a vaccine where like you can have. You can oh my god i want a vaccine that can be administered by having chris evans ejaculate in me where yeah. is the modern technology please 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 have that technology available soon
0: hey, that's so... what need, right <laughs> and it's like and it's like in this day and age like what's your motivation for the vaccination dick mm. point yes. period.
1: Like, literally, every single person I've ever seen on my social media feed is like, We're gonna have a hot girl summer. So, clearly, everybody wants to whore it up. So, yeah. why not just make the vaccine available through Chris Evans or Paul Rudd or Idris Elba? You know, just like someone really hot and like just just fucking ravage me.
0: Right. And then
1: I can be, and then I can have a stronger immune system. I would love that.
0: Yeah, I love that journey for yeah. us. Like, yeah. I respect that. But-
1: Yeah. Do you have uh, another question for me?
0: Yeah, for sure. Speaking about barebacking and going forward, (laughs) while on the subject, now, this is about to, like, annihilate my sex life. So if I do not get dick ever again after this, like, we're going to have a serious talk. I will find you. Now, I can understand the concept of douching. Mm Mm-hmm. I know why we do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And at twenty-nine, I've never done it. Okay. I have like I've like possibly put the shower head on like a strong hose setting and mm-hmm. squatted and hope mm-hmm. for the best. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like when I when I am on the bottom bunk, like I'm like a hope and pray kind of a gay and like it depends on the idea I've had. So <laughs> like and like point blank period. It's like want a bottom as like, okay, um, what have we eaten today? When's the last time? And community also as a, like transparency like my bowel is like very healthy do you know what that's i mean that's good which is like, very good do you know what I mean like i need to like i need like fiber reduction i don't know what's going on down there but like like how mm-hmm. i remember you did have a po- What well, i believe it was you who shared a post on douching and it was about and i about, ah. like, the different types of douching and there's like the five minute job or like the 30 minute job. So firstly how anyone wants a hose over their ass for 30 minutes just to go and then I just I was just very confused right this. Yes, and then yes, yes. that's how kind of scared me then. I was like, well, I don't wanna try it. Like mm-hmm. I don't have self-control. What if I make fucking stuck in the in the in the bathroom for the evening? So it was just like <laughs> everything's to me. Do you know what I mean? I like, oh, those are hopes and dreams. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs>
1: okay so your question is like how to douche properly
0: yeah basically and like what's like the best tool because i know there's various things it's like i've been in some guys houses and I have like the shower head scenario uh-huh. which uh-huh. i think is cute and then there's also the the, the old school like fucking turkey baster contraption yes or whatever that, exactly called a douche an enema or then, an enema that's the word for it and then my friend's bohemian and they fleet, I believe it's called. I'm not yeah. like a laxative situation. Mm-hmm. So,
1: okay. So I don't know king. which one's for
0: me, and then when I know which one's for me, like how do I, like how do I get down to it? Like, <laughs> well, like, so uh, like, I'm getting that good, good. Like, what's the gal got to do to get you <laughs> not going to serve gravy?
1: Get you that know? good, good. Like, yeah. uh, you're trying to get turkey basted, but you don't want to serve any gravy after the yeah. meal. Okay, so first of all, I commend you on keeping clean bowels that is great for me as an Asian man who has dairy on the regular uh my lactose intolerance does not agree oh. <laughs> so I do have to douche uh whenever I bought okay. it's a lot of fucking work we I swear yeah, to God I... we are we are braver than the troops <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> kidding <laughs> you think you, honey you think you are
1: you think you can just fight for your country and not take it up the ass Ha! wait till i show you no okay (laughs) so okay douching it really depends on the kind of anal sex that you're having so regular okay that's kind of weird to say okay Anal sex, where the stuff that's going inside your butt is not that large. It's not not a whole arm, not like, you know, the entire goalpost of a soccer field. No, no, no. <laughs> we're talking about <clears throat> just like, we're talking about just a penis or it's a your, toy.
0: Your, your regular old...
1: Exactly. Uh, to douche for something like the classic length uh you're okay with using a shower head uh hose or the enema or the fleet and you don't need to stick the water so far up your ass that it goes all the way into your intestines because let's be real it's not gonna go all the way into your stomach
0: <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> So the thing toy? You think it will, but that's another story. Mm, exactly.
1: Like I have taken really, really, really big objects inside my butt, and those are the it ones that insane. take a lot of work. <laughs> those are the ones that take. Those are the ones that take a lot of work. Um, for like your normal everyday penis or uh, your toy or a finger, really, you just need uh, warm water and the enema to go into your ass. And it doesn't even have to be squirted that long, like, say, 10 seconds. You keep doing that over and over again yeah, until the water it for ten seconds. Clear.
0: Like, you're squeezing it for 10 seconds, or you're holding it for 10 seconds?
1: You're holding it in for 10 seconds, just so that everything I mean, loosens up.
0: I am screaming. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you hold it in for, like, a couple seconds, and then you squeeze it out. You squat in the toilet, and you squeeze it out. Okay. And That's really all you need. The reason it has to be warm water and not cold water is because it helps your sphincter muscles open up a little bit more yeah, yeah because when it's cold it it's like, <laughs> exactly right so because when it's cold it puckers up and it's like no i don't want anything inside me anymore and like no that's not what we're trying to do butthole we're trying to get more water and we're trying to get flush out all those other things
0: yeah and i would like sweetie you think this is bad wait for an hour's time
1: <laughs> oh no let's not eat anything now <laughs> um yeah so shower head or the traditional enamel, or a fleet you can use all of that and then uh you repeat that process over and over again until the water runs clear that's how you know that you're working with a clean bowel
0: <laughs> Washing now using have a lot in common i love this
1: exactly now with something like fisting or you know more Pen, deeply penetrated toys and objects that's where you're going to need a little more work not like 10 seconds you're going to have to it's probably more recommended that you use a shower head because the pressure is so consistent and oh, it'll fill up all the way into your intestines oh i'm sorry
0: my stomach kind of turned a little bit at the, at the thought about like i'm not going yeah. like, gonna... <laughs>
1: or... <laughs> that's how it happens but I'm then you know that's how That's how you want that rosebud effect afterwards. No. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> you know, half a word of water <laughs> the flowers to see the rosebud,
1: darling. Exactly. So <laughs> that's kind of where more lengthy, extreme douching measures come into play, where you use your shower head uh, and you leave it in there for, I think, what, what was it, like two minutes or something, so that it gives enough oh time to go. God. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, a long time. Shaker? Yeah, and then you you shake, jump up and down, and then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: do no. it all your and you turn around. Turn it around. You turn it all around, exactly. Yeah. And, and I then so can I to cross it for one second. Mm. So like you know when people get colonics then? Uh-huh. Is that like are you basically giving yourself like like a colonic in the shower? But, you're like...
1: essentially giving yourself a colonic. Okay. Yeah.
0: So like it's not that I've ever had the... a colonic, but like it's up is that peak bottoming time. And it's like post colonic. You might as well. I mean,
1: (laughs) if you're gonna if you're gonna (laughs) douche that extensively, you might as well go to your doctor and be like, "Can you just check me for any colon cancers or (laughs)
0: like (laughs) nodes?" Or (laughs) you might as well. Doctor, one that dicks at one thirty and they can't get mixed up.
1: Exactly. We need to keep things separate: pleasure and business. Or if the doctor just so happens to be really hot, I mean. Yeah. You know, stick a... I can't feel <laughs> it. Try opinion. two fingers. I need a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of the... That's that's how the water goes. You okay. you shove, like, the hose in there, and then you let it run, and then fill up your intestines, and then let the water run clear, and it's going to take a while. For me, when I did it last time, it took me at least an hour to Stop. yeah, it oh was my, a long, long no, time, and it. it took a lot of planning. Yeah, it took a lot of planning to uh, empty my bowels, get the right diet, get myself properly flushed out, in order for me to have a, an entire fist inside
0: of me. Fair play to you, but also yeah. if you're going through all that work, and like, let me tell you now, because you know how these queens be. Like, I would want that dick to be unlocked. Because baby, there is no way I'm going to spend all that shot. Like I want to, yeah. like in stone, like contract, sign a
1: contract. Dip, yep,
0: like put a deposit down. Yeah, I want. I want. Like I want. Like, like maximum. I security. want a
1: retainer. I <laughs> want like a contract. I want. I want you green and Yeah,
0: literally. I want to know for sure. Point blank period. That, like this is going down, and I think maybe is that like a tiny little itty bitty part of me where like these like flaky boys I'm just like like I don't want to put like too much work in because like the cons are going to be raising oh, all the time cleaning up my foot. No, well, what'd you do this...
1: then? Do you know what I
0: mean? If yeah, like I did.
1: I did all of this work only for you to flop. Yeah, this is why we need our Nobel Peace Prizes. Um yeah, <laughs> I would also be I would also be remiss if I didn't say that. Uh, douching does not come without risk. I think, uh, uh, so douching dangerous. Um, only if done incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Say that, like you use like extremely hot water, oh, or if uh-huh. you douche way too often. Uh, those are really risky. The main reason behind that is because your uh, rectal lining has its own environment. And it needs like its own pH balance and a specific amount of bacteria. And like the lining is so fragile that almost anything can like ruin it. It was specifically designed to like you know protect against uh, any sort of poo coming out. The
0: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I think that will work. Like what well, we do then? Do you know what I mean? Like this like, yeah, no, exactly. part of right? the body that's designed to
1: like, you know, protect
0: you so much. I'm like, okay, yeah. daddy, put it in. I'm ready ready just throw this entire fucking fist inside me yeah Yeah. like Uh, if you want to keep if that's a nice watch too so don't be afraid to leave that up there Ow. yeah
1: (laughs) so exactly um the it, it does pose a risk because the environment in your rectum does need to maintain specific conditions like uh ph bacterial culture and like the the lining And that's why you shouldn't be douching way too often because your body needs to maintain those conditions. It's there to protect you and keep you from getting any sort of infections, baby. Perfect.
0: Uh, Okay, so while we're still on the butt talk, uh, we're talking about the booty, the buddiness, and cleaning and feeding and all this good stuff. Like I recently, let me tell you the tea here, mama recently invested in her first sex toy
1: fun
0: yeah so um, i'm gonna such a ridiculous story so i actually was doing a pole class this is such a laugh Uh uh-huh i was like i was like p and i was doing like a pole class and it was like one of those like you know one of those classes where it's like a kind of like a mindful kind of a you know like, movement, you know, like, why, like, where do you feel the movement? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like, mama felt the movement all up in her hips and her anus. And, like, I I am versed, like, genuinely, I am one of those unicorns where I genuinely do like it both ways. Mm-hmm. But like, when like mama's like itching for a dick, and I mean she's itching for a dick, like, mm-hmm. point blank period. So, I was like in my hips, and I was like, we're giving it out, and I was like, I'm not even a bisexual. I just needed like something to be inside of me.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, I went, I like was going to the store and I was like, I don't know why I was so embarrassed. Like we'll, we'll come back to this. Cause I do have a, a question about a like Catholic guilt, but it was like full blown Catholic guilt. I was like walking up church street. and I, I I'm like, I'm like, I like a planner. I was like, okay, I'm going to go into this sex store. Cause I'm going to go down the stairs. I'm going to be in there. It's going to be fine. But it was also patio season. So as I was like walking up past like what he says, all these like gays having like Saturday brunch. And I was like, sis, no. I can't walk into a sex store. They're going to know I'm walking into a sex store. I can't go in there and come out with a bag. Oh no, they're going to know I bought something. No one needs to know this. I don't know why I was so concerned about this. I was like, no. Then I kept walking I found another store. Anyway, I got brave. I like, bought it and I was like, was like trying to figure out what I this like, this really cute. Like kind of see-through kind of like dildo with a suction cup moment. Uh, I don't like the skinny toned ones. They kind of were just, not the tea so i wanted this because kind of like christine kind of like an iridescent kind of a vibe and it was like i think i got like a six inch like nothing kind of wild i'm all about dick sustainability personally i'd rather have like one dick that can give it to me good regularly instead of having one really good dick that i'm gonna be able to work for a week from so i was like just like a nice like sustainable size so i didn't enjoy it but i guess like what's like I guess the question here is, like, what's your take on toys? Or, like, is any toys you would, like, highly recommend? Like, what do you think is, like, a good time?
1: Mm, Well, every toy serves a different purpose. So it's really about what you're personally looking for. Uh, For me, I am cis male. So I like uh, male masturbators, like a flesh jack.
0: Oh, yeah they, yeah, they seem
1: interesting. I also got this toy. It's called a Hot Octopus. And oh, what oh. it is, is like... Um, imagine like... uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to describe it because this is a podcast. This is not a visual medium. So, <laughs> <laughs> so imagine... Yeah,
0: Everyone gives a Hot Octopus before he tells you what it looks like. Exactly right.
1: <laughs> so a Hot Octopus is basically a vibrating male masturbator. Uh, try to imagine like a like a bracelet or like a a clam or an oyster <laughs> but curved and very comfortable and it wraps around your penis and starts vibrating oh yeah and you can control it with your watch that comes with it yeah it's great it's hands-free i know i know i know right.
0: oh, yeah. what yeah Tie it time that i'm 20 degrees honey that's what time it is oh. and then
1: you guys like yes, <laughs> yes. here we go <laughs> exactly so that's for like uh penis masturbating there's also my favorite right now i just got it's called the butt plug dilator by Odile. I've seen this post very intrigued Yes, this guy. It's mainly for people who want to, like, introduce themselves to butt play, but don't want to, like, go way too deep into it. So what the dilator does is that, just imagine your normal everyday dildo, and it comes with a key at the very end of it where you keep turning it, and then the dildo starts to slowly increase in girth. So, that you're easing your way into becoming that whole that you want to be.
0: Oh my God, it's a grower, not a shower. Exactly.
1: Um, So, I do love dildos. I love uh, nipple toys. That's personally for me. I love nipple toys. Like, I really like clamps. I like clothes Mm -hmm. pins.
0: Um, mm
1: -hmm. Mom, trying to hang the wash now. You're like, hang on, mom, give me 20. Give give me 20 minutes. I'll I'll be okay. And yeah. then I also enjoy, um, let's see, what else is there? Because I have so many toys like, I'm just doing a catalog of every single toy in my head, yeah. um, you can't go wrong with the magic wand. I think everybody knows what is I that mean. The podcast is that the <laughs> yeah. So okay. that's exactly the what it massager? is. It's the, it's a back massager, or, <laughs> but, like anal simulation? but oh, yeah. The great thing about wow. the, the the magic wand is that it can go anywhere you want it to. Like, it can undo a really tight knot. You can also... This is what I do on my own. I've combined the magic wand with my dildos so that the dildo itself is vibrating. It's great. It's amazing. Oh, oh speaking wow. of, of stuff that vibrates, I have this uh, toy. It's a prostate massager from Love Ends. And... <gasps> I, is this the pink thing? My like uh, mine's black.
0: Is this the thing I've on those videos on Twitter where these guys are like literally like in another like dimension? Exactly.
1: Yeah. You you'll see you'll see guys like they put they put the toy inside of them and then it links to um like a uh, a cam a cam software so that people can tip and the more they tip the more it'll vibrate. It's such an amazing piece of technology. I use it because right i use it because i have lovers from all over the world who i miss very much uh, like somewhere in the states and iceland and spain and greece and i love you all but unfortunately we can't see each other right now so the best we're gonna have to do is play with each other through the internet and that's what oh my god yeah yeah. so
0: why haven't i thought of this
1: exactly so That's the reason why I love the Love Ends, because it allows my partners from overseas to control the vibrator here. And we can use the app to, like, communicate and, like, send nudes to each other and send, like, little voice memos while you're using the vibrator. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Sorry. Okay. Let me just dial on that topic real quick. Because I do be all in the Twitter porn gig. Do you know what I mean? I do like support some OnlyFans for sure. But like, you know, when you're like surfing the Twitter for like some new OnlyFans people to follow. Mm -hmm. This comes up all the time. And genuinely, like, I'm not messing. I was like, this thing's fake. Like, this is not real. Like, these guys are just like faking it. It's not a thing. But now that I know, like what? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, Like, what? Yeah, it's great. Oh my God, that is. Before
1: the pandemic hit, I would wear that like just out in public. And then I would tell the guy that I'm with to be like, here, play with this. Just press up and down on the app and see what happens. (laughs) And I would double over in pleasure while I'm trying to order at McDonald's. And then the cashier would be like, is everything okay, sir? And I'd be like, yep, 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 just give me a second. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling something. Can I get a a double cheeseburger? burger? Ah! Oh!
0: oh my god! Yeah. And then you give him a coupon for a bit. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I like, took some nuggets with that and yeah, right. And some sauce. I'm like, yeah, it was it was a fun time. <laughs> wow! Almost got caught. Almost got caught.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! And now, while we're on the topic, and this is a very personal question towards you, so if you have to answer it, mm-hmm. like, could you, like, could you come just from anal simulation Like, are you one of those? Are you one of those peeps? I do. Those girls,
1: I do. Um, the entire body is able to orgasm. It's just that we are so trained to just think our genitals can orgasm. But for me, I am able to orgasm with through my prostate. I am able to have a orgasm through my nipples i can also have an orgasm through my neck and that is another another uh practice that you need to do on your own like you start to play with toys or get a friend to help you out it's about honing into that sensation and letting go because we're always like you know, thinking about all these other things and, like, what am I going to get to eat or what am I going to do after? Yeah, these are the things. Like, <laughs> did I leave the toaster on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is my mom, mom going to wonder I'm going to be home? Exactly. So that's kind of why we are unable to orgasm from other parts of our body besides our genitals because we're, we're just so tense and tight. But, yes, I am able to orgasm through my asshole.
0: Oh, my gosh. I had a thought for you. It's a journey, like girl so much. Do <laughs> like, you know? Actually, while we're talking, one one last subject, and I will I will break away from this. Well, I know the sex podcast so life. I do have like some more kind of like relationship shibby questions, but just like real quick, for the whole like or you know, like when you're getting ready to actually do the deed, like any pro tips? Like I'll be honest, is like, and this is a true fact for all the female listeners. Like my shit does be tight. <laughs> And I think it's like, like genuinely, like, I do think it is. Like I was an Irish dancer for like twelve years, mm-hmm. where you literally like squeeze and clench everything from the waist down.
1: Mm.
0: Or, like I just like find sometimes Like it takes me really long to like like once we're in there and like the party has started, baby, come on over, bring your friends. But it's like it's like bringing it, it's like the, the point of the the invitation is like getting in the door. Mm. So like any like any like like any pro tips for like. That like, or just like, just like easing apart from like obviously like deep breaths and all. That <laughs> stuff, like, you yeah. know what I mean.
1: So you're asking for tips on how to get your asshole to open up more.
0: Yeah, just like just like loosening, because I feel like mine. Mm. Like and, and I've been like I've been like sexually active for like a, like a, a good a good while now. Probably the majority of my life. And now that I'm like older as an adult and like it just never like you know you think like, he these leaders like obviously it's a muscle and i know like the muscle retracts mm-hmm. but, like i feel like the muscle also never loses not that i want it to be like super loose but I also with like a like again do you know what i mean like for me anal sex the first like three to five minutes is like this uncomfortable kind of like do i want to like do i want to like, commit to this like mm-hmm. i know it's going to get good but, like i better get good soon or i'm gonna say actually do you know what let's just leave it like it's right. fine.
1: So that is not an uncommon problem that like a lot of people actually feel that. Uh with bottoming, with taking it up the butt, there are a few ways that you can make the experience more pleasurable for you if it's a little too tight. First is practicing to put stuff in your butt, have a butt plug get a dilator it's just so that you you can get used to the sensation of having something in there I once wore a butt plug for 24 hours
0: wow you slept with
1: it (laughs) yeah oh no no I did not sleep with it I almost did I woke up just in time like okay I gotta pull it out because I don't know what's going to happen to my butthole. Yeah, yeah. A little pee there forever. Yeah, like I slept and then woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, oh, shit, it's still in there. Okay. So one is a butt plug or any sort of toy to help you feel more accommodated to the sensation of your butt opening up. Another one, another technique is to use lots and 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 lots of lube. Like you can never use too much lube. Use yeah. lube like liberally, use it all over your body, use it on the uh-huh. toy, use it inside your asshole. I personally like a syringe being inserted in my butt and then yeah, you I like having the lube inserted inside of me rather than just being slathered onto my butthole. And finally oh, wow. Uh, actually no not finally there's another there's another one um also doing like deep breathing uh what i mean by deep breathing is that you inhale a lot of air really really quickly but you exhale as slow as you possibly can that affects yeah because what happens (laughs) there (laughs) what happens there is that you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the system that uh, is in control of your sleep. And when you're sleeping, your breathing is more shallow and it's like. (sighs) If you do that breath right now, you'll actually feel your body start to relax a little bit more. And then slow as you possibly can, like pucker up your lips and blow through that little straw you'll actually start to feel like okay now i'm getting a little more relaxed i have to go i'm ready <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm horny i'm ready to go so I'm ready. so there's that like it just helps to relax all your nerves and why your butt is so tight and then my other uh tip is to use poppers poppers is uh in some some people call it amyl or amyl nitrate or nitrite uh here in north america we call it poppers it is a chemical that you inhale so that your sphincter muscles all just relax uh it, it is scary the first time but when done properly it can help make your anal experience more pleasurable you just have to know how to inhale the poppers correctly so that you don't like overdose or anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you a popper story. Oh Perfect. no. Yeah. That's why I kind of always been afraid of them. I'm just that girl, like, I'm, I'm scared of like, I'm just, I'm like, I love trying new, like, I, like, I love trying new things. I do, but I'm like, fear, mm, especially poppers. So they just kind of like, <laughs> me a little bit. again, not widely available in Ireland. Do you know what I mean? Not like the same mm. way they are here. Like You'd have, like, you have to hunt them out in Ireland. Mm-hmm. But I was with a guy. And in this scenario, I was the top and he was the bottom.
1: Mm.
0: And we were like getting down to it. And he was really into poppers. And he's like, oh, please try some. Please try some. And I was like, you took like a little sniff, like a little, okay. And I was like, okay, like, that's fine. Whatever. So then the scenario is I was on my back and he was on top. Uh-huh. Like a action going on. And he was like, oh yeah, where's the poppers? So he was like, so he grabbed the poppers. Okay. And he like took a little hit. And he's like fucking living his life. And then, oh my goodness, excuse me. And then. He was like, on, so he was like, on top, like, took it with the poppers, was like, giving that love, living his life, and he was like, oh, here, try some more, I want you to try some more. So then he went to give me some, he fucking poured it all over oh, my face. Oh no! I'm talking like, from like, my nose, and I like, went all over my mouth, so I literally like, threw him off me. Dumped up, held my breath because obviously I didn't want to fucking inhale or I like, fucking drink oh. And then I like ran, like spat out into like the sink, were like washing, 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 washing. But of course, as you can imagine, what came next? But like that gigantic fucking poppers rush. Yeah, I actually thought I was gonna point blank, like head was gonna explode. Yeah, I was about to be dead because when I thought like, it started in my toes and came up, and like my face was really red, like my nice. heart was like going ninety. Right. And then I, I have like the anxiety on top of that, and I was like, <sighs> "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" And so I was like, yeah. scrubbing my face, like hand soap, face soap, everything, like all the soaps, trying to get them off. I'm just like, "Oh my god," that just like freaked me out like so much.
1: It's scary. Like it's not supposed to go on your skin. You're just supposed to yeah. inhale it very, very briefly, and then just let it, you know, course through your body. Because what poppers does is it opens up your blood vessels. And that's going to cause your blood pressure to drop dramatically. That's why you should never use poppers with, like, uh, heart medication. Or if you have a family history of uh, heart disease, uh, never use it in a sauna because that's also really dangerous.
0: Like, wow, yeah. And some people use them in saunas.
1: Yeah, that's so bad. That's so bad. They're, They're running a risk of, like, a heart attack, really. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. Never use it in a sauna. Just use it like, okay, The rec- my recommended dose of poppers is like five seconds of inhaling per nostril, wait 10 minutes, do it again, and that's it. You're done. Nothing more. <laughs> because Like, everyone write that
0: down. That's gospel. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right? Because poppers is also like essentially a medication for people who live with angina, which is like a, a heart condition. Yeah.
0: It's Sorry, I'm just, thinking about, I'm just thinking about my like great aunt who takes this. she's like, I take angina medication. Like she's just taking poppers. Exactly. She's just swallowing poppers.
1: Yeah, she's basically swallowing poppers.
0: No, but um, the inhalant, uh,
1: the inhalant version of angina medication is basically poppers. It's to help like with people that have that condition to help with their heart, and it is oh, yeah. So you see these gays out here going like crazy with these poppers and just with wild abandon and you're like i I just want to stop you from overusing it because that's so bad this is why people hate us this is why we're dying
0: stop it yeah poppers are killing us oh my god Stop, I'm still scared I'm I do not want click. to write an know that story but like yeah, yeah no I'm but like
1: please don't let this like scare you from using poppers no, it's, too late. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be your next like sleep paralysis monster a big <laughs> bottle of jungle juice <laughs> yeah. no as long as you do it properly I'm never gonna tell people to like never use this no just use it wisely and like I'm giving you the information have be armed with this information and use your own best judgment
0: okay
1: easy okay. as that mm-hmm. okay
0: i love that i love that journey for us i mean nothing me, like for other people <laughs> like a life. me no i'm gonna be haunted by jungle juice for this. <laughs> month. um so i guess now to get like away from like the the sex talk i do have like something like, that are like relationshipy questions okay um i was like a person who's been single for like a really long time um i guess like a big thing i, I guess it's probably more of a discussion but i probably will like arise some questions like, i guess i want to go get your opinion too mm-hmm. So like polyamory and like polygamy seems to be like really like a, an open relationship seems to be like, uh-huh. a really big thing uh-huh. in the queer scene like in everywhere I think it's like it's like a worldwide thing so I'm just like what's like what's your take on this and like do you think it's like gonna be the future of queer relationships like like by will or by force or do you think it's just like it's like a trend at the moment where everyone's like let's just do this it's gonna be so much fun
1: okay so to keep the terminology consistent we're gonna stick with polyamory uh yes. because polygamy means one guy multiple women oh mm-hmm. I didn't know that yeah it's like,
0: okay, it's
1: weird. And polyandry is like the other way around.
0: So, polyamory is like the just the polyamory gender- is
1: like the gen- the, the gender neutral term.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Yeah. So, there's this really wonderful book I'm reading called Sex at Dawn by Christopher Ryan, and he talks about how, uh, sorry, Sex at Dawn by Christopher Ryan and Casilda Jatha, uh, husband and wife who study sex through an anthropological perspective, and they talk about how. Uh, back then when we were like hunters and gatherers we would share everything property, food even sexual partners so being uh, polyamorous is kind of built within our system but that's not to say that we should be polyamorous because I, I never go by like should polyamory and monogamy or any other form of relationship orientation is a totally valid choice. I think the question is more like, when is polyamory gonna start seeming more normal? Because whenever we see polyamorous people or like when we hear about polyamory, our first initial reaction is more like, oh my God, how? What is that? How does that work? That's not supposed to work. Huh? Like, how do you go around like raising children? You can't raise children around a polyamorous. Like, it it's really like a very old way of living. And because Christianity has come in to take over with their ideals of monogamy, one partner for the rest of your life, and da da da, all that. It's like we we've totally lost track of how we originally were. And I feel that polyamory needs to be normalized yeah, sure. as like just any other thing. Like if you tell me you're polyamorous, for me, I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. sky is blue. Uh, it's now 315, so what else <laughs> you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right? Like for me, just hearing the word polyamorous is very like normal to me only because I have a bunch of polyamorous friends. But we need to start seeing polyamory as another way to Have a relationship or relationships in this case and just stop making it so so like demonized and so othering because some people just can't love one person for the rest of their life some people have just love for more people and there's nothing wrong with that for me okay so personally for me i am a monogamish person that means i am only emotionally available for one guy but my body is meant for everyone
0: oh my god i love this monogamish
1: you know monogamish or open relationship whatever you want to call it. (laughs) okay so uh like i cannot depend on my boyfriend husband partner whatever you want to call him if i ever had one i cannot depend on this one person to satisfy all of my physical sexual needs that's weird i i I can't imagine putting that much pressure on a person
0: okay yeah 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 Yeah. yeah. and i
1: don't want that pressure on me
0: yeah i get that i respect that a lot for sure of course
1: right like if i if i ever like find someone that loves me I don't want them to be like, you're my everything. You're my other half. Like, no, I am not. (laughs) That is weird. Yeah. So that basically this is all to say polyamory is just another way to date and it should be seen yeah, as yeah and, you
0: know, and it's it's actually it it's when you when you have it like that i guess like i didn't know where i lie in it like there's definitely a part of me who likes who's like that whole like you know that that, that princess complex like i'm gonna like find one guy he's gonna be like my everything we're gonna be like together forever but then also when you're like putting that much pressure especially like if you are like i mean i'd be like quite a very sexual person and you know what like people don't want to have sex all the time I mean, if you mean people don't always people don't always want to be no. riding. And you're right, it's a lot of pressure, then I think mm. it actually in turn makes a lot of problems for people. And I also I I quite um like connected, I guess, when you were talking about how like emotionally being available to like one person. But I also mm. feel like I would need to be that person where like I think I would want like like a bit of monogamy in the beginning because i i for me and mm-hmm. I like obviously like this like of what i imagine myself be, i just don't know if i could do polyamory like from the get-go i think i would need like some time to like make sure that like the little core unit was like solid and then be like okay mm-hmm. now that i know where we both stand and i think that's just who i am as a person because mm-hmm. i'd be like who are you with you know i'd be that girl i'm like okay let's do this but like what's his name where does he live you're spending more time with him and i'm like i know i thought you could do it but also like Spend more time with me, like you know, like I don't, I don't know. I can just like jump into it like right away. But I also think down the line, just like maybe, like, why not? Like never say never.
1: Uh, Alright, Ethan. I think we have time for one more question. So give me a good one. Let's let's take it home for the audience.
0: Okay. Oh my god, I'm gonna send us so much pressure now.
1: Uh we'll we'll make it two questions.
0: Oh yeah, I have two questions. Okay, now I'm gonna go with. So does just... I would just like to quickly touch base on while we are talking about like the apps and meeting people. So I've kind of like been recently been on like, this whole like like non-binary journey myself, where like I don't like particularly subscribe to the ideologies of like the traditional male. I quite enjoy having a penis. I love that for me. Like really, really enjoy that. But I also like the like whole oh, like I've definitely feel myself more like towards like a feminine kind of feminine presenting side. So what I've really noticed now with the apps is that it's completely like changed my demographic and like completely like annihilated it. Do you know what I mean? So I guess like what like what do you feel is your experience with this as like like this like fear of like feminine presenting guys and like the lack of like like why like what do you think it is about like you know when all of a sudden someone sees you wearing like a skirt or like and you're like you know this whole like mask for mask thing like, like what's the deal with all that culture like like what's the tea?
1: With specifically the gay community?
0: Yeah for sure I think so.
1: I think there's uh, this weird internalized misogyny with gay men uh, because we're trying to find like this balancing act of like hiding our femininity so that we are like protecting ourselves from an inherently homophobic society and being in touch with our own femininity within our own little world, which is like the four walls of our bedroom. And that's kind of where a lot of gay guys struggle with accepting, you know, more feminine presenting men and non-binary people. And it's just like, get a grip. (laughs) For me, just get a grip. Um, People are allowed to be feminine. People are allowed to be who they want to be. People are, are allowed to dress in makeup or a skirt or high heels or whatever it's just that gay men have this weird repulsion towards anything remotely feminine mm-hmm. in their fight to fit in with masculine ideals
0: yeah. okay i get that I, I i totally get that but the funny thing is though and, that, and I and I totally agree with what you said there, all these guys are fighting so hard to like not be femme because like that's how like we're typically seen from like the outside world. But then it's all these like it's these guys who are like fasting out of being like, oh mass for mass, like you know, like you know, fast no femmes and Asians, that whole horrible, disgusting, mm-hmm. like internalized like racism and like homophobia are all killing each other. But then it's also these guys, mm-hmm. like the face the same guys or like these blank profiles being like, Oh yeah, I'm really into femme guys. Do you know what I mean? It's like that double standard. Mm. It's like it's just
1: oh, it's so gross. Like it is exhausting. Um, I don't know why there are some guys who are like I'm really just into femme guys. Is I don't know if they're coming from a place of genuine appreciation or fetishization. Yes. I don't know. I I would need to like speak to that person in a more intimate setting. But you know, it, it's all about just being honest and authentic and stop bouncing around with all this bullshit in your brain that's like men have to be this men have to be that even if i'm gay men have to be checkbox 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 no men don't have to be shit yeah. stop telling men how to be men don't tell men to be masculine because just this morning i cried to that scene in coco where they're singing, Remember Me. <laughs> and I was like totally feeling my emotions and like really feeling the femininity. And just like later tonight, I'm gonna be having cyber sex with a guy who wants me to control his vibrator. And that makes me feel masculine. Yeah. I can vacillate between the two and not be defined by anything. Exactly. And our, every gay guy should follow me because I'm correct and you guys yeah. are wrong. I trash. <laughs> <laughs> You're all yeah. trash. Worst
0: girls in of your life, <laughs> darlings. Don't mind the haters. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so my last question. And this mm-hmm. is actually... This is the question... This question is going to be about you and not about me. Ooh, but I'm, hoping to, I'm fun. hoping to get inspiration from you to a certain extent. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I think you posted recently you grew up Catholic, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm. So I
0: also grew up Catholic and like Catholic Ireland, like super religious where like, you know, like sex, again, as I said earlier on, is only for procreation. It's between like a man and a wife, like make babies and like that's the end of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like literally like, why does Jesus always come in the situation? And sometimes Jesus is the only one who comes, you know, because like Catholic guilt mm-hmm. just takes over. Mm-hmm. But you are also quite open and freely speak about like your love of sex and you know, you call yourself mama slut. And you know how much you really enjoy that, and like how how did you get to that pace? Because like I will be honest with you, like I like, can I curse? It's Chris and I in the podcast.
1: Curse, we've been I know, cursing. I no, I haven't said fuck. But, like anyway,
0: I just fucking love dick. Like I fucking love cock. I love it like, but there's like this inherent shame where like I can't I can't be open about that, or like oh you're such a slut, or like oh you're you're such a whore. Like you can just I just I just fucking enjoy dick like. I just like well like where does like where did that confidence for you come from? Like how do you how did you get to that point where you're like, oh well, you know what? I'm just gonna be open about it.
1: Ooh, that's a very good question. And I don't know if there's like one approach to answering that. But for me personally, I just came to terms with the fact that who I am inherently is way more important than what some really old book tells me <laughs> you know <laughs> except for yeah. the common sutra no i, I value the yes, Sutra. No, no um i there was just a point where i've just had enough of uh an organized religion telling me how to live my life and telling me that all of these urges no matter how good they feel are wrong and it's like Uh, just something did not make sense to me that's like if it feels good why is it bad i don't understand where the logic is coming from like and that's kind of where i started to question everything about like my own faith like is catholicism really for me i mean why are only the men leading this church like i'm pretty sure there are more than qualified women to preach about your god and everything and also like if homosexuality is so bad why did god make homosexuals Mm. clearly he loves us there's so many of us even though we're garbage and we're totally like disgusting creatures (laughs) we're still here we're queer (laughs) (laughs) so really for me my coming to terms out of purity culture and anything remotely religious was that I value me and my pleasure more than anything else that this world has to
0: offer. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty sure for anyone else that's listening, they're gonna have a different answer. And they're going to have a different journey altogether. I just hope that we can all come to that place, no matter what path we yeah. take.
0: And I think just to touch a little bit more. I think for me, what kind of what became to become a turning point, where are kind of stopped feeling so bad about it because you know we're always growing, we're always learning. And I'm pretty sure it was you, but bearing in mind, I have also followed a lot of sex related pages based off of you, like pages you shared or different content I really liked. So I don't know if you shared it directly or if it was like a subsidiary of something that I followed through you. And they talked about mm-hmm. the act of, you know, like say like masturbation as like having like sex with yourself and letting it be like a pleasurable thing. And they kind of like took me out of that, that old mentality of being like a twelve year old boy, like in my bedroom, trying not to get caught. So like now being like, Okay, let me wine and dine myself, like let me let me enjoy sex with myself, because as you said, it's about it's your pleasure. And it, you're right, you shouldn't be ashamed of wanting to enjoy that pleasure. And once everyone's consenting and of age, like do it, like Love, love, dick.
1: Like. Yeah, like you're not hurting anyone. Why is it a bad thing for me to have sex with as many people as I want when I've literally done nothing right. wrong? I feel like I feel like Jesus would be proud. I'm like
0: at the end of the day, know? in the Catholic Church, they don't they want you on your knees in front of a man anyway.
1: Exactly, Say, I'm, like, and I'm, I'm just loving thy neighbor a little more than your average yeah, exactly. Catholic. How about that? So, I don't see the problem. Yeah. But, oh my god, Ethan, you're such a great question asker. Yes. I love having this conver- these kinds of conversations with people. Uh, to anyone that's listening, this has been an episode of Sex Ed with Tim. You guys have been amazing for making it this far into the show. And I love you all. Please stay safe. And wear condoms. And... <laughs> no don't (laughs) i don't care no i'm kidding (laughs) do you thanks for listening to the sex ed with tim podcast sex ed with tim is created and produced by me tim lagman music is aces high by kevin mcleod follow me on twitter and instagram at gay slut clown and at sex ed with tim you can also like and follow me on the sex ed with tim facebook page if you enjoyed the show Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut.